Welcome to the groundbreaking podcast that will reshape your life. Get ready for an inspiring journey of self-discovery and personal transformation. This is Redesign Your Reality with me, your host, the seasoned entrepreneur and spiritual guide, Randy Lyman. Hello, Secrets of Change. I'm Randy Lyman, and I'm excited to welcome you to a place where we embark on a transformative adventure together. On Redesign Your Reality, we're going to dive deep into the art and understanding of personal transformation and emotional healing. Are you ready to break free from the chains of limiting beliefs, unlock your true potential, and create a reality that resonates with your deepest desires? I've been on this journey myself for over three decades, and now I want to share my insights with you. As a successful entrepreneur and spiritual guide, I've learned that the key to a happy and successful life lies within the power of our emotions. But it's not just about me. Redesign Your Reality is about you and the incredible guests we'll be bringing on board. We're talking to experts who have mastered the art of emotional healing, manifestation, and spiritual evolution. Together, we'll explore the realms of possibility and provide you with the tools to embark on your own transformational journey. Are you ready to challenge the status quo, rewrite your story, and create a life that aligns with your deepest passions? If so, you're in the right place. Grab your headphones, open your mind, and join us on Redesign Your Reality. Because guess what? A happy and successful life is not a distant dream. It's actually closer than you think. Randy, I'm so excited to talk with you today and actually start asking you all these questions about fear. So you're big on owning your emotions and really healing through emotional processing. Tell me, what would you say to someone who wants to heal but has a lot of fear? They don't want to dredge up old wounds. They don't want to think about their past traumas. There's fear that's getting in the way. What would you say to them? Goodness. Well, the fear is going to be there until we face the fear. It's like there's nothing to fear but fear itself. That's really true. And so our denial of the fear creates more problems to bring up more fear. It's just, it's a really negative cycle. And we're not taught this, but that's the reality. The reality is we say, okay, I've got fear. I'm going to feel it. I know this is going to hurt, but it's not going to kill me. I'm not going to die. That's what I always tell myself. This is going to hurt, but I'm not going to die. And then my ego says, okay, we can do this. Because when we look at the extreme, it becomes silly to think we're not going to make it through. But in all the shades of gray between where I am now and feeling the pain, I don't know where that's going. And my ego, my mind, my being says, I don't want to feel these old fears. I don't want to go there. So one of the tricks I do is I go to the extreme and I tell myself, I'm not going to die. It works for me. You're not in the caveman days and being chased down by saber-toothed tigers? No. Are you sure? I'm, it feels like it. Because <laughs> I it swear does. there's days when it, it feels, feels like, like it. It really does. It feels worse than that. Mm-hmm. It feels like if I feel this pain, if I feel this emotional pain, it's, it's going to alienate me from my family, my friends, the people I work with, uh, the world. And, and somehow this pain is going to ruin my life. This fear, if I allow it to come through, is going to ruin my life. And then there's people first learning about the law of attraction. They say, oh, I can't, I've got to think just happy thoughts to create a happy life. So I can't think about my pain or my um, negative emotions or my fear because I'm going to attract more of that. And ironically, diving into it and feeling it completely and releasing it is what it's really about. It's about finding a way to feel that original emotional experience that we only partially felt before we suppressed it, feel it completely, let the tears come out if necessary, whatever way it feels right in our body. We can't do it with our mind. 
and, and release that energy and then our life gets better. And once we've done that a few times, then we're more likely uh, to jump in rather than just being hesitant, like, oh God, here we go again. Eventually it gets to the place of, oh, here we go again. This is gonna hurt a little. I didn't necessarily wanna do it, but I know I'm gonna feel better. It takes a while to get there, but if we have somebody we know who's gone down that path and we can talk to them, that's really helpful too. So here we go again. What does that look like practically? If How does somebody actually heal these wounds? How do they go there? Well, there's a lot of different ways. The For me, one of the ways it was helpful at first is I was tricked into it through massage. I've had a lot of issues for 40 years with pain in my neck and my back and because that's where I hold my tension and my worry. So one of the first <laughs> releases I had was with a massage therapist and I'm just going to get my back worked on. And that higher energy they brought was able to release my old emotional pains. I had tears on the massage table. I had no idea where it came from. It just surprised the heck out of me. After that, one aspect of my life got a lot better. So they were massaging you and you just started to cry? I started to cry out of nowhere. And you didn't understand it? I had no understanding of it at all. What was the emotion? Did you ever get to the bottom of it? The emotion was attachment to um, a woman I was infatuated with who didn't really have an interest in me and we didn't have a future together. But for whatever reason, whether it's childhood patterning or whatever crazy reason, after I had that release on the massage table and I, the tears came unexpectedly, then suddenly that uh, attachment went away from me. So my relationship with that person actually became better and my desires for a deeper relationship went away and my life got better. But how do you identify how and where and what modality to use to bring these fears and these emotions to light? So some of them that I'll mention, there's a lot of them. So massage is, is really pretty safe. Some people don't like their body to be touched, but if somebody likes massage, find a person who you think or hope is, is of higher energy or can um, do a relatively brutal deep massage to help release some pain. And another one that works, a lot of people now do cold plunges. Mm. The cold plunge takes us into our body. And even if we don't have the emotional release then, it takes us closer to releasing. Um, a hot bath will work or hot shower. Walk in nature works. Something that works for me really well is music that takes me to a place of sadness. Sad music really works because it opens me up emotionally to where my emotions are. And it isn't always a sad emotion that comes through, but I have to be willing to go to that place of being vulnerable. You know, I love that you're saying, well, there's a couple of things here. First of all, I love a good massage. You're making me want to go get one right now. <laughs> like a lot of tension in my back and I can totally use a massage. I love deep tissue and I've never cried during one. So this is something I'm going to have to look into. But even further than that, music. I, you know, I'm a believer. So I listen to a lot of Christian music and I get so so emotional listening to this music but i don't always know where that emotion's coming from i don't necessarily know its origin so if somebody does start to cry and a lot of times it's gratitude it's As, gratitude absolutely i was gonna say that for, a, for an incredible god right yes. a god of miracles a god of grace a god of mercy so many beautiful things to be grateful for but there's there's definitely like there's songs like even if even if i never you never answer my prayers i will still praise you like, and if somebody starts to cry, obviously, I know some of my prayers haven't been answered. So, like, how do I identify where these emotions are coming from? We don't need to. We just need to feel them. Our mind wants to identify what we're feeling. Our mind wants to make sense of everything. That's its job. But 
we don't need to make sense of emotions. And it doesn't help to make sense of emotions. We just simply need to feel them and that's it. We don't need to do any more than have that complete experience of feeling that emotion completely and letting it go. Another reason music works for me is I can be in my car where I'm safe. Nobody's watching me and I'm by myself. And I, I did this for years, just day after day, going to work, put on whatever music could bring me to an emotional place so I could cleanse, I could let all my attention go, my old emotional wounds go before I go into work. It's a good thing you're not wearing mascara. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And I don't know that a woman could do that as yeah, easily. And, and you're right about that, but it works well, on the way home. There you go. So that it's a safe place, and the music triggers me. So still today, before we talk, sometimes before I'm on camera, I'll get to music that's sad, not because I want to be sad, but because it takes me to a place of feeling. Mm -hmm. And when I can feel one thing, then I can feel other things, and then I can be grounded. And then where I get to eventually is exactly what you said, gratitude, because once we get more. Once we get through more of our pain and we get deeper into our heart, there's only love there. There's only God's love in all of our hearts, no matter how cold we are. It's there. And when we get through the layers of our emotional wounding, then we get to that love. We get to the gratitude. And life gets better. I love that so much. Love is ultimately the goal, right? We are love. We came from love. And we should always look to emanate, emanate love. It's beautiful. And we only get in our own way, but that's the game. That's why we're here on the planet. We're here to figure out a way through our own stuff, how to navigate physically, mentally, and emotionally and find your way back to source. So is there anything else you want to share with listeners about fear specifically and how to maybe overcome that so that they can really live into their purpose and become who they're meant to be? Yes. Writing them down. So I learned this many years ago. The mind will say, I've got problems, and it thinks there's a thousand problems. And I stop and I write them down, and I have six. Mm -hmm. Or I have 36. I can deal with 36 problems. But when I have 36 problems, my mind thinks I have 36,000 problems. And then it starts making up all these stories about how awful it is. I'm never going to get through this. It's terrible. It's more than I can do. But as soon as I write them all down, then suddenly most of them I kind of laugh at. And the others, I think, I can do this because now I have something that's tangible. The mind always fills in the blanks on things that are intangible with a story that's bigger than it should be. That's so beautiful. That's actually the one piece of advice I always get from Elizabeth. You know Elizabeth. She works with me. Yes. Is whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed, write it down. It's actually not as many things as you think, but when they're swirling around in your head, you're just like, oh, my gosh, there's so much. And then you write it down and you realize it's only like a fraction of what you thought. Even when my life was really in turmoil, if I go back 35 years ago and times when I was really challenged and I write it all down, I don't think I ever got to second page. But even if I did, I could get through two pages. Mm -hmm. My mind thinks there's 40 pages and that's just yeah. not true. Always. That's a human. That's the human issue, right? Like our minds are really complex things. They are our biggest gift and our biggest challenge. For sure. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. This is just a fantastic conversation. It's helped me a lot and hopefully it'll help a lot of listeners. Great questions. Thank you, Camille. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this transformative journey today. If you've enjoyed Redesign Your Reality, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if this podcast has made a positive impact on your life, we'd love to hear about it. Your opinion matters. Leave us a review and share your thoughts. Your feedback fuels our mission to help more people redesign and improve their realities. Until next time, stay inspired, stay empowered, and continue redesigning your own reality. Your support means the world to us.